Hello, my beautiful souls. I hope you are doing well during this time. I'm Caroline, a transformational life coach. And if you'd like to learn more about coaching with me, please head on over to my website, Uncover Your Worth at GoDaddySites.com. And if you'd like to be coached on the air, it is completely free. And it will not only help you, but it will help our listeners to shift forward and to gain some insight and healing. And if you'd like to learn more about that, um, you can just uh, hit me up on Instagram at uncoveryourworth321. So our topic for today is own your story, because if you don't, it will own you. And by the end of this, you will know exactly what that means and how to do it. It will be scary, which is why you probably haven't done it yet, but I know you can do it. All right, so I'm going to start by uh, telling you a deeply vulnerable story um, in hopes that uh, me sharing with you and me opening up and being vulnerable, you will be able to be vulnerable within yourself. So recently I had a personal experience with rage and this rage came about or was triggered by learning about the horrific and pervasive child trafficking industry. And if you don't know about it, I encourage you to, to just be weary, um, but do a little research and, um, and do what you can to find out and to help. And on my website as well, I have a link there if you would like to donate. And I also, um, I also give a certain percentage of all of my profits to help child tra- trafficking industry. But I felt into such a rage that for me, I wasn't just mad at all the people engaging in the child sex trafficking industry, but I was just mad at everyone in general to the point where it was affecting every area of my life. I felt like a dark veil had been put over me and I could only see the world in a more negative, dim light and I couldn't see the good. And even if there was good, I didn't see any point in even looking at it. And at some point, probably because I do a lot of this um, self-help work and uh, self-discovering work, I realized that I wasn't just mad about the whole industry. I was also mad about my own experience with sexual abuse as a young child and how I never really got angry about what happened and I never went into that rage and finding out about this was just triggering me to feel those feelings I hadn't let myself feel before. Yet, even after having this realization, I judged it and the judgment sounded like, Am I just feeling sorry for myself? Why is something still affecting me now that was more than 20 years ago? Maybe I'm crazy. Other people have been through worse things and they're doing better. I should just get over it by now. And the judgment that I was feeling, it kept the rage inside of me and it kept me from pulling myself out. Because if you're judging the way you feel, you, you can't you know, pull yourself out of it. But thankfully, because I know the power of this work, 
um, I, I did make the choice to participate in a coaching workshop. And my coach told me to go completely into the rage about my personal experience as a young child with uh, sexual abuse and to stop any judgment and to fully surround all of my emotions with love and compassion and not judgment, which was very difficult. Um, but the way I did this was I, I did an exercise, an inner child work exercise, where I was able to get into my subconscious mind. So I used a simple writing technique. I used my dominant hand to write as my present day self. And I used my non-dominant hand to write as my six-year-old self. And I wrote back and forth. And I allowed my six-year-old self to express the rage she hadn't expressed before. And I let her go all in. And when I wrote with my dominant hand, I had to refrain from doing what most people would do um, when they're talking to themselves, which would be to go straight to everything happens for a reason. You're so strong. One day this will all make sense. I had to kind of drop all that and I had to be fully in compassion, which means to suffer with. And I had to say statements like or write statements like, I'm so sorry you feel that way. I hear you. You can feel any way you need to feel. You are fully accepted and loved as you are. And when I started to, to do this work and to stop judging um, all those feelings, it, it's, I, they started to go away because I m met them where they needed to be met and I heard them where they needed to be heard and I was able to kind of pull them out of myself, uh, these feelings of rage. And oftentimes we don't do this because we're afraid of owning our story, especially the parts of our story where we were victimized. We feel that by saying this happened and it was completely wrong and it made me feel like crap, that by doing that, that it will somehow reinforce that we are a victim, that it will make us less than because we judge that experience and we judge those emotions that were a consequence and, and therefore we think that we are less than. But that simply is not true. And we must change our perception. A change in perception can be a change in everything. And we must come from an empowered place. That if we can get through that, that we can get through anything. But we cannot come from that empowered place until we go straight into the pain and see what it's there to tell us and see what it's there to teach us. People often try to skip over this and say things like, yeah, that happened, but other people are starving and I have no right to complain. Maybe you're dealing with um, some anxiety and, and that's a thought you, you have. Or 
you know, maybe you're dealing with some depression and that's a thought you have and just surrounding it in judgment. Or maybe it's something like, you know, you were really hurt as a child by something that your parent did or said, but your thought is, my parents did the best they could and I don't want to be a spoiled brat. Which you can get to that understanding of my parents did the best that they could, but not before you, you honor those feelings. And in dismissing your feelings with these kinds of beliefs, we stuff those emotions deep inside. And they come up again and again as different things trigger them. And oftentimes as they come out, our judgments just come out and we keep just trying to shove them down. And this, by doing this, this is how we remain a victim. By trying to not admit that we have been victimized and not owning it. With, with an empowered perception of ourselves, we let ourselves be a victim by not, by not going there, by not admitting it. And, and when we do that, these parts of us they get triggered, like I said, and they're crying out for attention. And this can be in the form of rage, like I had. It can be in the form of anxiety. It can be in the form of resentment towards people, blame, depression, jealousy, addiction, so many, so many ways. But we must own the way we feel. We must reinforce that we are important and that we matter and I know for me I had a little inkling that this was the case but at the same time it kind of seemed a counterintuitive because I just wanted to get rid of the way I was feeling and and I, I wouldn't know this for sure if I didn't go through this and have this experience so I encourage you to, when you feel triggered about something, drop the judgment. Just be curious. You can try the inner child writing technique. And of course, if you're feeling called to find a coach to have that safe space for you, you know, go look for one where we're all here together we don't have 8 billion people in the world so that we can do everything on our own. Sometimes another person's perception or just another person's safe energy can help to, to shift things for you. Um, also, if you, if you find um, a counselor to be helpful to do the deep work, but give yourself permission because you are so, so worthy. So I, I hope this makes sense. I hope that you um, had a, maybe an aha moment. Maybe you're someone that, that you know, uses some of these things like, um, like other people have it worse than me and you don't really honor how you feel or I should just get over it. And when we judge ourselves like that and, and we don't go completely into compassion, when our loved ones come to us and they're feeling really terrible about something, we're not going to be able to go into compassion for them and be them in their suffering to help pull them up 
if we haven't done it for ourselves. And sometimes we're not going to be able to pull them up no matter what. Sometimes life is really hard and bad things are going to happen to the people that we love. And and the people that we love are going to go through difficult things. And we're not there to fix it for them uh, necessarily. But when we love someone, we are there, we are supposed to be with them and we can be with them in their pain and we can, we can have compassion for them and we can have empathy for them when we know how to do it for ourselves. And also the less we judge ourselves, including uh, the negative ways that we feel and the negative things that have happened to us, and even the negative things that we do, the more that we won't judge other people. And I feel, especially right now, it is so important to, to seek to understand people and to not come from a reactive place of judgment all the time. Um, of course, we, we, will, we don't want to condone negative behavior and we want to stand up for what is right and what is good. And we also want to, to see things through other people's eyes. And, and we can only do that when, when we are able to go within ourselves. So I hope that makes sense and thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I hope that you check out my website. I have some really awesome deals for you and I'll talk to you soon.